I'm Tiffany Norris, and you're listening to This is Richardson, a podcast that tells the stories of the people and places of Richardson, Texas. In this episode, we're also telling the stories of the animals of Richardson. I'm talking with Nora Jamal. She's the manager of animal services for the city of Richardson, and she has a lot of good stories to tell. Fair warning, you might lose track of the number of times I say aww in this episode. So tell me a little bit about the animal services here. How many animals do you have? So we take in approximately 3,300 to 4,000 animals a year. Wow. Um, And compared to other shelters, we're pretty small. That's nothing. Um, But we're grateful for our community because we do a lot of um, adoptions. We do rescues. We do fostering, so um, our adoption rate is pretty high, which is around 80 to 90 percent. Oh, that's nice then. And of course, you have dogs and cats, which is, you know, what people would think of, but what other types of animals do you see come through? Oh, yeah, we see all kinds of wildlife. Um, The city is uh, full of amazing wild animals um, that people may not think that the city of Richardson would have, but um, the wildlife is adapting to urban environments, and we see bobcats, coyotes, raccoons, bunches of squirrels, we've got hawks and owls, Um, so we see a myriad of different types of wild animals, as well as smaller domestic animals like people's bunnies and hamsters and ferrets. I remember going out on a call one time for a peacock that had gotten into someone's backyard. So we see all kinds of things. Oh, wow. Yeah. And were you able to figure out where it came from or where it needed to go? Eventually, um, an owner came looking for it, so it got reunited. <laughs> wow. So you can own a peacock in the um, city. As long as they're, you know, staying on your property and not causing any issues with noise or sanitary issues, mm-hmm. then you can have a peacock. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been with the show, with the, well, do you prefer, I should clarify, is it animal services, animal shelter? Like what kind of terminology do you prefer? Well, I mean, we're the animal shelter, but we provide animal services. Okay. Um, so it's, it's pretty much the same, okay. but I've been with the shelter for 12 and a half years now. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. So yeah. you've seen a lot of growth in the city then, I guess. Oh, yeah. I remember when we first started, we didn't even have a vaccination protocol. Um, there, so many things have been added on physically to the shelter, as well as we're just growing as a, a animal services division. Oh, how interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So what kinds of considerations do you recommend for people that are considering adopting an animal? What what do they need to think about first? Sure. I would tell them to do their homework, see what type of animal would best fit for their family. So if your family is one that is probably not home all the time, probably think about a more laid-back type of animal or an animal that wouldn't require a lot of upkeep or walking. So maybe a cat or a guinea pig or hamster or something. But if your family is active and they like hiking in the outdoors and that kind of thing, then maybe get an, uh, an adult dog or a puppy that you're willing to work with and train 
I always tell people if you're interested in a puppy, think of it as having like another child in the house because they are going to get into everything. They are going to need consistency. They are going to need training and they're going to make mistakes and we have to teach them what we want and what we don't want. Exactly. Yeah. Our dog passed almost two years ago now and we miss him, but we've missed having a dog as well. But my youngest is still in diapers and my husband says we cannot get another dog until like all of the children are potty trained right. because he knows that we're going to have to potty train the animal as well. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work. It is. Yes, absolutely. It is worth it. I think. Yes, but, it is. Yeah. If you're really adamant on getting a puppy, then make time for it. Right. And like you said, it is worth it at, at the end. So, uh, well, so for those of us that maybe aren't quite ready to bring um, a dog or a cat into our family just yet, what are some ways that we can still help out, that we can still be involved? We understand that some people may not be able to adopt, you know, housing restrictions, time constraints, those types of things. So if you can't physically adopt an animal, you're always welcome to come in and volunteer at the shelter. We're open seven days a week. So in order to become a registered volunteer, you just have to go through an hour-long orientation here at the shelter. You have to be 15 or over and then sign off on some paperwork just saying that everything's legal um, and you can come in and walk the animals, you can socialize with them, you can help train them. Um, A lot of people uh, come in and just read to the animals. We have two little libraries here at the shelter, so they just come in and they may not be interested in physically interacting, but they can sit down and just kind of read to the animals, which kind of helps the animals become more at ease around people, especially the ones that are a little more timid, who don't really want that type of interaction anyway. That is so interesting. As a librarian, I love that. And I know that, you know, sometimes when the kids, like little kids are or timid readers mm-hmm. that it helps them to read to animals and so I don't know if you know the the 15 year old age requirement um you know would prevent that here but it's interesting that it could work both ways right. in theory so mm-hmm. um there's adults that come in with their children mm-hmm. and that's where that comes into play whenever ah. you know they may not be comfortable you know walking a dog or handling a cat they can come in and just sit with the animals and read to them. That is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so in, in 12 years, I would imagine you've seen a lot of like sweet stories and just um, kind of really compelling stories about dogs or cats or other animals that have found their forever home. So do you have any that really stand out to you that are some of your favorite stories? Um, there's so many, it's hard to choose from. But um, one of the dogs that came into the shelter a couple of years back, um, we named him Johnny. And he was a big pit bull mix, you know, had seen some stuff in his past. He had scars all over his face. He was beaten up and scrawny and uh, he was just the most lovable dog you could ever come across. Like he just wanted to be a lap dog. And even though he had been treated badly in the past, you would never have known it. He, He was just the most loving dog. 
eventually after you know a lot of um posting on facebook and and um trying to get him you know out there in the community someone did finally come in and adopt him and he used him as an emotional support animal and it helped him in his recovery um from addiction so he came in like a year later with him and his wife and it just made me cry like I was so happy for this this wonderful dog and this family who you know just it made them feel whole and he made his life worth the whole thing of being through addiction and now he's he's sober so yeah it oh, was that's wonderful amazing I know oh how oh that's a great story oh yeah the dogs they feel like they complete us sometimes. we do yeah yes. I mean I I wouldn't be able to live without my pets mm-hmm. and I, ever since I was a little girl I always had animals so this is just the right fit for me oh it sounds like it and well and you mentioned that y'all have events you mentioned social media what what are some of the outreach um or types of outreach that y'all do so we do a lot of different uh community outreach we go to HOAs we go to schools we go to UTD every once in a while so we do some of like the pet therapy days at UTD whenever it's between exam time we just bring in the animals and helps you know the um, students feel comfortable and less stressed out we've done that at school um, like uh, high schools and junior highs as well for the teachers so we do all kinds of things if you give us a call and let us know what type of event you have and we can put it on our calendar we'll be there we have a new adoption trailer that was donated to us from Richardson Animal Love so we'll pack up our pets and all of our shelter materials and we'll be there definitely that sounds so cool I love it well um one of the other things that I ask everyone that I interview is what is your favorite Richardson place or business or organization something other than than your own that you'd like to just give a shout out to um one of my favorite Richardson places I think Alamo Draft House mm. has to be my favorite. <laughs> I like movies and I like eating all in one. So they do a lot of good in the community. I We've actually done like an event with them a couple of years back. So oh, cool. Quite- yeah, I bet. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything else just about the shelter or your animals that you just want to make sure that we cover? And I, I just want people to know that we're here for them, even though they may not have pets of their own, if they have any pet-related questions or animal-related questions or if they need resources for anything, we're here to help you. So let's say somebody is interested so they can just go to the website and kind of browse and what's the next step at that point? Um, They can give us a call, they can email. If they feel more comfortable, they can just come in. Okay. Like I said, we're open seven days a week, so... We're happy to help in any way. Do you love animals as well? If you're looking to share that love and bring an animal into your family, please do check out one of the shelter's adoptable pets. We'll have a link to their website in the show notes. And if you do that, we are going to insist that you send us a picture. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and at thisisrichardson.com. I'm Tiffany Norris. Thanks for listening. This is Richardson as part of the On The Go FM Network.